Welcome to Conversations with Quiet Leaders. My name is Juliet Morris. I believe there is greatness in leading and building teams through powerful listening, what's being said and what's being heard. In this podcast, you'll hear from quiet leaders who are being more bold, more brave and more comfortable with who they are. So hello, everyone. My guest today is Sophie Zeng, a highly sensitive introvert and a HR professional who helps people to embrace themselves. Hi, Sophie. Thanks for joining me today. How are you? Hi, Juliet. I'm good. I'm, I'm very you know, happy to be here. Um, I, I, I really want to share because like when you send me the, the message via linking, I must say that that's a message I just couldn't say no because I, I definitely feel the, you know, that, that the passion and also like the, the geniality, you know, like behind that message that you, you, you really would like to introduce the quiet leader concept to more people mm. and as an introvert, I think uh, it's also my pleasure to be part of it. So mm. no, I must I'm say I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. I know I'm delighted, absolutely delighted. And when we spoke um, a little while ago, there were some really, it was a really powerful conversation I felt between us. And you said some things that really sort of caught my ears and caught my eyes, I, I guess you'd say. So the, one of the quotes you said, or the lines you said when we spoke last time was, um, be the ears rather than the mouth. So tell that. Yes. Tell me a bit more about that and what, what was your thinking behind that? Because like, uh, I think as a introvert, like uh, I think uh, in, in our daily work or daily life that usually my habit, it's like, I really will like to listen first. And then after, you know, digesting all the information, then mm-hmm. I could share my thoughts. And mm-hmm. I realized that that's not actually the, you know, like the natural way for everyone. So I realized that it's just like um, how, you know, how we, how we really, how we really just, um, you know, be adapted to our environment and use our nature to uh, interact with people. Mm -hmm. So rather be the uh, ears rather than mouse, I feel like we spend more time really trying to uh, understanding like the background or like the information and it's um I want to share one thing is that some people may think mm. oh you know introverts they don't really you know uh speak it loudly mm-hmm. or, you know like just share their thoughts and that's actually I would say not the actual case <laughs> Because, I, I agree. Um, I agree. <laughs> that's just <laughs> yes, because like uh, we want to be the ears is because like we really will want to know like what you're thinking about, you know, like what is the story behind so we could share more or you know share the really valuable uh, feedback for no matter it's like our loved one or colleagues. And once we are really well prepared, then we can be the mouse. So I think it's, um, for me, it's not just like, you know, okay, like extroverts or introverts, like just, you can only be the ears or mouse, but just like, you know, when is the best timing to do that? Yeah. Mm. 
And how has that played with um, your career? So you're a HR professional, but you describe yourself as this highly sensitive introvert, um, which I guess is almost like another layer behind that. So how has that played into your career and throughout your HR? Because you've done talent development, you've done leadership development, learning and development. So how does that work in that situation? I feel like... uh... Um, I, I, I once like I was asked, uh, asked this question by one of my colleagues say, oh, you are in HR. You must love, you know, interacting with people. <laughs> and mm. uh, when, <laughs> when she asked that question, um, I hesitate for a while. And I answer, I do like interacting people, but like most of time, um, I really prefer having my own time. So I think that's a huge, uh, like, you know, difference when I realized, you know, I am, um, you know, highly sensitive introvert. So what does that mean is that um, I recharge by spending time alone. Mm. And I'm highly sensitive to many information, um, you know, shared by people no matter mm. from their body language or from their uh, sharing. So I, I easily, you know, I just observe them and see, okay, what does it imply behind those language? And there are, they, there is just so much drama play in my head that I feel like sometimes it's really hard to focus. So back to my career, I feel like um, it really helps me to be, be, be a good HR because like um, people it's like we deal with people every day and mm. everybody has their own needs so I think as an highly sensitive introvert it helps me you know be empathetic and how I could listen to their needs and concerns I think that's the good way and if I if I share the downside I will think that Sometimes I just like think too much because like for introverts, we, um, we often want to be, you know, 100% ready and then say, okay, uh, there's a green light and you can go. But sometimes it's just like too late or sometimes we don't just respond in time and the best timing has passed. So sometimes I feel like, you know, that's a pity. Yeah really interesting because the three words that I took from that was observation empathy and that feeling of too late you know that timing piece so yeah. where have you or how have you found that balance then because I, I absolutely agree with you that observation you know when I think back and actually one of my colleagues said to me earlier this week you know that the way I see things is you know it's like a playing field you can see, see it all happening yeah. around you and you're, <laughs> yes. you're sort of gleaning the, the bits that, you know, how you interact and how people are interacting, all that sort of stuff. But how do you balance the empathy with that, being able to lean in at the right time or that feeling of, oh, it's too late or I'm not going to do it? I think, um, you know, like uh, from my own experience that practice will makes perfect. And the practice usually mm. involve many failures. 
because like uh, mm-hmm. when when I was, for example, like if I into a new environment, and then the first thing I do it's always observe first. So I will see, you know, like what are their tones like, what is the culture like, and I realized that for introverts, um, we have a lot of assumptions in our head. And sometimes we will confuse the assumptions, uh, you know, between the real facts and uh, just like our own opinion. So mm. the best way to really, um, you know, get out of this like loop, it's just to really ask. So um, when I trying to balance, you know, between, you know, observe first and also how to, you know, involve in the conversation in time, I will, you know, usually I will politely ask first. So, you know, like, oh, is it what you are usually doing? So like, you know, how come it is like this? So mm-hmm. can you share more with me? You know, like, how do you usually do this? And, you know, why people are more used to this way? So after this, I could, uh, it helped me understand, you know, what the preferred culture is mm-hmm. and help me be adapting the new environment well. Yeah, so so mm. it's really scary, I must say. Like whenever I ask any question, like I basically like rehearse the question itself, like mm-hmm. for maybe just more than twenty times. But when the moment I ask people, usually people, you know, they gave me very positive feedback and say, "Oh, you know, uh, what is real like?" And that's why we do it. So you need to ask, and then be failed sometime mm-hmm. and then you will find your balance yeah that's my experience especially for introverts like you know no matter you are in a new project or in a new company <laughs> mm. yeah I love that because whilst you said that that feeling of it's too late is a bit of the dark side of that introvert you know you get it you get it into your head as you described it the more you lean into it and keep practicing you tr- keep trying stuff and asking the more you can turn that into a positive. Yeah, and, and, and because sometimes like we think, oh, you know, I'm so wrong to say that sentence. I was, uh, it, it was like too late. I should say that first. And um, I actually have like, um, I, 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 I'm thinking of like two ways. One is that, okay, it's really too late. So how can I improve my communication? Maybe mm. I'm not, because I, 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 I know that maybe I'm just not the type that I could respond, you know, just like a right after the discussion. So one way is like how I can improve my preparation and communication beforehand. So I think that's one important. So, 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 so mm. to reduce the possibility mm-hmm. of, you know, it's too late. And another thing is that actually it's not too late, but you just assume it is too late. So really, you know, like talk to people via email or via like uh, the message or via the talk, like the very informal talk and mm-hmm. also help me to think, oh, actually it's not what I think. Uh, it's like, these are two ways I learned to balance it out. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that yeah, the, the preparation is important, but not overly preparing that it end up too much in your head, but preparing enough that you know 
you can see yourself in that situation. And actually, it reminded me of something you said previously was that sometimes you're too afraid and not brave enough to seek what we want. Yeah. And that I think that lends itself to that, doesn't it? That Yes, because like um um one of my manager like uh she she is a very you know like kind person and she it's like definitely like the extrovert type and she asks me so you think every word before you say and mm. I say yes <laughs> and she is very surprised it, I feel like it's really like how you understand other people's um, preference and know how to you know communicate with them and how to really be brave enough because sometimes when I you know, hang out or communicate with my extroverse friends, I realized that they give me the power to be more brave because they they digest or uh, they come up with a new idea while they are talking. Mm. And, and usually they will say, okay, let's do it. I feel like there are a lot of possibilities. And for me, I already, you know, list out like, hundreds of objections say okay we can do it you know like we need to be (laughs) very ready in order to make it succeed yeah and it's a sometimes I I I, I just realize you just can't be 100% ready every time sometimes you just you know just like take a leap and that makes the whole difference so I think that's why you know I love working with like different people, like including mm. introverts or extroverts, and especially when I work with extroverts, they they bring out a lot of the, um, you know, my side of like you know adventure, exploring mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. possibility within me. So I'm, I feel like that's that's why why I mentioned you know sometimes we are just not brave enough to embrace the new thing as an introvert that environment your your community the people that surround you are important and we touched briefly on culture and how that plays into it I think you said that so we probably didn't tell everyone where you're from so we'll we'll talk about that so which country you're from and whether that is perceived as being more polite and usually quiet and usually wait for other people to talk yes so uh I'm from Taiwan so um, our culture, it's really, you know, we tend to be the like polite one. Mm. So usually, no matter, you know, what we say, like in Mandarin, we will say, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, thank you. Even we didn't do anything, we will say sorry. Like, I think it p- becomes like a part of our culture and habits just mm. to, um, to communi- communicate like that way. So because like uh, for my own culture that we really tend to be more careful I think because like um some countries they they prefer to more like like the to promote the individualism and ours is like how to really seek the group consensus so for us like really you know to say out loud the objections is actually very difficult so that's also the part of Mm. challenge when I see you know working in um, this kind of culture well is that consensus uh you know trying to get that win-win situation for everybody or is it exploring everyone's viewpoint on the table so you know it get, 
encourage everyone to speak or have their ideas on the table and then you like discover what's next you will wait for the authority or the you know hierarchy mm. for example your leaders mm. to to decide something because like you are always concerned about okay you know whether whether I should do this so get approval is very important mm. I, I I will say I, I couldn't you know represent the majority because it definitely varies per company or per mm. different of group but like the the common situation or scenario I observe is that we will wait more mm. because you want to be really secure by getting the approval yeah mm. Mm. and do you see that of the same as extroverted colleagues as well that they're, they're waiting for that same approval and how does that play I feel like for extrovert colleagues the situation I observe is that because they usually regard it as more you know outspoken mm. so when they share like people will say oh you actually you know like you share your feedback and because it is so usually people don't tend to share their thoughts first so when you share it it, it they becomes the pioneer and it's it they will easily be recognized you know in the working environment mm. so as introverts that then we will we need to find other ways you know to share and to really help teams solve or tackle any problem down yeah that's the that's the challenge i observe especially under this kind of culture that people will wait. And once you are more um, outspoken, you will, get, you will get more opportunities to be recognized. How has that played out for you? I mean, how have you found your voice in those situations? I actually struggle a lot. And what I have, you know, what I have like um, really learned by myself is that I have the voice and the first one it's really to recognize that oh well, I actually have the voice because mm. I think for introverts sometimes we receive a lot of tags or labels from other people say oh you are shy maybe you are just you just can't do that mm -hmm. but that's wrong because, because like we know that if we prepare, then we can actually uh, like make the best of it and we can actually ace it. So I think the first uh, advice I will have for people who have this struggle is that you need to acknowledge that you, you can actually do it, not because of people say you can or cannot, but just mm. like we can mm. do it once we are ready and prepared. I think that's the first message. And the second is that how could I find a voice? I think the proper communication channel, it's very important. I realized very early that I can respond quickly, but I feel very insecure when I do that. I feel like I'm not prepared. So I will tend to be, you know, like uh, share via like the written words or, you know, share via the social media, for example, like linking, or I will just consolidate into a very 
uh, comprehensive deck or uh, share to my colleagues one-on-one -on -one or to my managers in our you know, regular meeting. So I explore many ways to, to that people know, mm. oh, that's my thought, instead of just say, saying out loud in the meeting. So I think that besides like the first one, acknowledge our power. And the second is to find the suitable channels because mm. that's how we really could gain the confidence. And when people like your post and during one-on-one -on -one conversation, they say, oh, you know, actually I feel like that's the direction we want to go for. And I feel like, oh, we are on the same page and that's so great. Yeah, so I think these two are, will be my advice for people who are, you know, struggling as me to really find our own voice. Hmm. So I'm intrigued by that, um, you know, that being preparedness and the knowing when you're ready. Is there a tendency from your experience that you're never quite ready enough or never quite prepared enough? So at what point do you know you are without it? And going back to the earlier point, it's too late. I'm with like anxiety <laughs> and also with the, with the, <laughs> I, I feel like myself is like anxious every, every time, you know, no matter mm. I have the sharing or have the project or even have one call with my vendor or colleagues, like it's always it, it's it's like the anxiety is always there so the moment I found it's I'm over prepared it's usually when I feel like I couldn't get it um, get rid of my mind that's the that's the time I feel like my my mind is just um, filled up with so much information but mm -hmm. I don't feel very secured mm -hmm. when, when I feel the anxiety, I, I will always like write it down. Mm. And once I write it down, usually the anxiety will go away a little bit, but still with me. So I learned to cope with that. Mm. Earlier, I really tried to, you know, just, I want to delete the anxiety and say, okay, you know, you need to prepare more. If you prepare more, then, then you won't feel anxious anymore. But that's not the case. <laughs> that's usually when I feel really just too much, I, I just write it down. And I realized that it's very helpful for the introverts. No matter, you know, you, uh, it's very convenient now, no matter like you just uh, say to the, say to your phone and translate into the words mm. or you directly write the journal or just write on your personal notes mm. they are just good ways to really help you get rid of that anxiety yeah so so back to your question i i feel like for introverts that's it that is actually a continuous challenge because um usually we just feel like it it is not enough however it will always always be not enough. <laughs> That's my <laughs> yes, because like uh, for example, when I'm preparing for today's sharing, mm. and 
I think of like thousands of like scenarios like we will now. Okay, how、mm-hmm. do I? Very interesting conversation. Like in this sharing, how share something useful per my own experience, but not so personal or just a, not only apply to myself. And then once I prepare and prepare, I was and at the moment I just uh just put my own just like brand stuff on the on the paper, and then I talk to myself. It's um I want I really want to have a conversation with Juliet.、Mm-hmm. So when I know I have done my best,、mm-hmm. then it's okay. Mm. Yeah, but it's really hard to get that get to that point. And yet we're having this is the second great conversation we had. Thank you for sharing that. There's a image that came to my mind. I, you might have seen it. You know where you have a thousand tabs open in your head, and that's what it that's what it's like. You know all the time. At what point do you close them or you know push them away or file them away? It's quite interesting. So your background is HR, and you, as we said before, you've done a lot of talent development work where. I'm imagining that you're encouraging people to review themselves continuously, and you said、yes. you like to review yourself continuously. So, what what does that look like? That's the concept. I feel like because like、uh, we tend to think a lot, so I I realized that how 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 to really make us me or make our introverts more relief. It's you know connecting to the previous. Sure, it's like just to jot things down and review us continuously.、Uh, it's one of the、uh, very helpful、uh, habits I have built. It's more like how we say, "Okay, today I have done something. I I feel like it was so terrible in my mind. If I could do it better, how could I、uh, cope with it? How could I answer it well next time?" and Jot these things down will help us to understand our concerns more. And for you, what does that doing better next time generally look like? Maybe there's a story or like the the comfort scenario. For example, like、uh, when I when I、uh, in no matter you are a freelancer or you are a employee in in a company, then you need to talk with people. You need to negotiate with them a lot. Mm. And for me, I am a person who is very afraid of being judged or being、uh, objected.、Mm-hmm. So when I come back home, I will think, okay, what did I say today, and what is my feeling toward that? Usually, I will feel very awkward or feel <laughs> sometimes feel very shame. I I shouldn't say that. I should, you know, I should be a better negotiator. And then I realize, oh, this feeling it's okay.、Mm-hmm. I I it's okay to have that feeling. And then if I can come back or I can do it second time, how could I、uh, have a better negotiation or conversation so that I could be less anxious and feel more confident about myself? You know, especially for introverts, because we use so much time、mm-hmm. to listen to others, and when you absorb. So much information, and you don't distill them. Sometimes it's just easily be overwhelmed. And how I release those pressure, it's、mm. through like reviewing them, seek、um, 
how could it help me further? I'm curious that you use the word judge, you know, judging yourself. You know, you judge yourself around something yeah. like that overanalyzing of the conversation you've just had or what did I do or, you know, that feeling. But that absolutely sabotages your own yeah. mind, doesn't it? When do you recognize that you started to judge yourself when that, that happened? Do you, do you remember a time when that happened previously? I think it happened very early. Hmm. Like it, it actually started when I joined, uh, when I started interacting with people, I start to notice that I took people's judgment easily. That if they say, oh, you need to improve this, no matter in a good way or in the bad way. Hmm. I like previously, I, I would just took it all. And, and, and see, okay, you know, what what I should do to improve myself. And then gradually, I learned how to distinguish between the facts and opinion. And I know, you know, what people are within my impact zone. So what people's opinion, should I really take it seriously? I feel like I'm not doing it really well, but it's like gradually in the progress that now when people say something to me, the first question I will ask myself is, is it a fact? Is it mm. a truth mm. or it is an opinion? I want to say that, okay, that's a aha moment. I just feel like, you know, I, I don't want to be judged. I can feel very confidently, mm-hmm. but that's just not the case because I, 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 my my experience is this that once you once you be criticized you you be saddened and you be judged then I learn how to distinguish whether it is true or not. It's a powerful distinction though, isn't it? Being able to recognize whether it's true, whether it's fact, whether it's just someone's opinion. Share your wisdom with us. What what tips would you give to people who want to find their voice, who want to be able to powerfully contribute to the world of work and their lives? You, you mean uh, for the introverts or... Uh, mm, for people who um, maybe haven't recognised they're introverts or highly sensitive, but maybe yeah. there's certainly from the, the conversation, they've got a feeling that they can't quite, you know, step into that arena. I feel, if I, if I may, I think mm. I want to really share the first is you can really decide or and become what you're capable of. Because when I... Um, I, I was trained, you know, to become a presenter and mm-hmm. also, you know, to ha- mm-hmm. when I was in college and when I see through like some introverts um, sharing or their message on the Facebook platform, usually they will say, oh, I can do this. You know, I have so many struggles and so up so many objections from my no matter it's from the society or family and I really would like to just tell them you are you can do it mm. because I I self it's the the example when people say I can do that I know it is not true so even I need to you know spend more time to prepare for the speech I know I can just now the 
the six minute or I can nail the executive presentation if I am well prepared and I devote myself to do it. So I think the belief it's very hard for introverts because sometimes it's there are just too many labels on the introverts already. Shy, um, can 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 speak loudly or pop pop, and you know share pop in public, um, like uh, anti-social, mm-hmm. and <laughs> there are a lot of adjectives I could I could share, and I think those are not true if you don't think they are true. Yeah. Second, I think just to be really well prepared, because when I being an introvert, the the way I the way I convince myself is that I really prepare it, and there's no regret. Then I will feel more relief, no matter what the results are. If you have a goal or, you know, like, for example, I'm doing this with like Juliet, I, I, I couldn't, I, I really couldn't imagine, you know, like maybe one month, one month ago, mm-hmm. but, but I know like, okay, if I prepare it, I know um, what to share, then go with the flow. And usually over preparation help us to help us be closer to that good result often. So if you over-prepared and then you just go with the flow. Mm. <laughs> and the last thing is, I think you really need to try to find, uh, it, no matter it's a mentor or it's a body, it's a coach, or even your just loved ones, mm-hmm. find someone you could talk to. Because for myself, I like, I, I'm overwhelmed with a lot of emotions or like just hidden thoughts every day. It's like just sometimes I feel like it is too much. And talking to a very, to the person who can understand your situation and share your concerns and also give you advice, I feel like it's very important. It doesn't matter whether they are extroverts or introverts, as long as they can they can help you to release your pressure and come up with a very concrete result to move forward then I think it will be very helpful I think it's really interesting because um if I may add to that there's something around that preparation because there are times actually that the best things I've ever done is where you get that sense of feeling that you really want to do something and it gets you excited and and it's an inner excitement it's that energy that starts to bubble that you really want to do it and sometimes that helps that preparation where you just go I'm just going to do it the same way that we've had a conversation you know you were you were intrigued you said earlier on at the start you were intrigued you you were interested and you were excited and I can see that in you that you know, that inner energy sort of coming through. And that for me is the driver to say, I'm absolutely 100% in, that's what I want to do. Whatever the outcome, whatever the next steps, but you know, if you do it, you go, hooray, yes. I've done it. That, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, because like, I even like, you know, just instead of just thinking it, actually doing it, it's a really a huge step for us already. Mm-hmm. So I, I love, you know, what Julia 
says that sometimes you just need to take the leap and I think the experience or the outcomes will just be on your expectation and and not everything can be planned. Usually the best experience is not planned. It's mm. just like more like sponta- spontaneous under very good preparation. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's brilliant. Thank you so much, Sophie. I really valued our conversation today. It's been really powerful. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I love to talk and work with people and businesses who want to achieve more. I challenge their thoughts to create possibility. Anyone can be part of the conversation. Leave me a message, ask a question and connect with me. 